Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sharp. I have returned. I know that I have been uh, away for uh, a bit. Uh, Some of you may have missed me. Well, guess what? I missed you too. Yes, I did. I missed you guys too. Absolutely. I was out running around New York State saying hi to everybody. That's what I was doing. And crossing this state to the best of my ability, trying to understand what's happening. But I'm here now. W-Y-S-L, Rochester, New York. W-A-C-K, Newark, New York, which is, by the way, the cool Newark. And if you want to reach out to me, you can. You can call 585-346-3000. So what did I hear when I was crossing New York State? Most of my time last week was in central New York or North Country. I'm doing a western New York trip starting when I was out there. I heard several things. One of them was, how many people are losing their job? Wow. I thought the economy was doing better. I thought we were doing well now. Well, that doesn't sound like that. Because many people were losing their jobs. You say, wait a minute, Larry. Why are we losing our jobs? That doesn't make any sense. Things are getting better, right? Well, many of them are losing their jobs because of mandates. Yeah. You say, wait a minute. Because of mandates. Haven't they been having their jobs for the past year and a half throughout everything? Yeah, they have. Have they been killing people throughout this entire time? No, they have not. So how could they lose their jobs now? Because mandates. That's the reason. Larry, that makes no sense. Because mandates. They might say, wait, okay. So this must be people who were in front of a bunch of customers and then maybe they're afraid they're going to give all these customers, you know, all the problems and they're all going to die. No. These are people who literally work at home. Yes. They've gone home to work because of the shutdowns. So they're doing their job at work, at home. Sorry. They're doing their work at home. So they don't have to go in to an office to meet people. And any customers they meet is on the phone or through Zoom or email, not close to them. So why are they losing their jobs? Because mandates. All right, Larry, this is nuts. This is supposed to only be for like government workers and such, not for the average New Yorker. Not every New Yorker works for the government. Also true. And the people I'm talking to don't work for the government. So wait a minute, how's it happening? Well, some of you may not realize that these mandates count if your company works for the government. Not just you. You may not work for the government. 
you might be in your company and working on something totally different, but your company has a government contract. Well, now, mandates. So you don't work for the government. Your actual work isn't even for a government contract. You don't see customers. You don't even leave your home. You stay home. Lose your job. Why? Because mandates. That's where we are now. So our government thought, you know, the economy's in trouble. We're in debt. We're trying to recover now. Inflation's everywhere. You know what we should do? Get people fired. Because that'll work. That'll work. Because mandates. Again and again and again. We do things because we do things. You might say, Larry, okay, that's bad. I'm with you. But how bad could it be? How many people are really losing their jobs? Is it, are you, aren't you exaggerating, Larry, because your people, you crazy libertarian people, you guys are yelling and screaming about mandates? It's because that, right? You're exaggerating. I'm not. Because not only are those people losing their jobs, but now what happens when they lose their job? Someone has to help them. So the other thing I, I heard or saw and talked to people about was not just the individual person losing their job, but now them having to help somebody who's lost their job. So now you didn't lose your job. You're okay, you're surviving. You're dealing with the inflation, but you're living. You're not starving, you're living. And now your cousin, your uncle, your son, your brother, your sister, your niece, they lost their job and they come to you. You say, I don't have a job now. Can you help me pay my rent? Or can I move in or something? Can you help me pay my car note? Whatever that is. So now you were doing okay. You were surviving, you were getting past it. You just got another dependent. You're going to let your niece, your, your cousin, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your dad, your mom, you're going to let them just all of a sudden get kicked out of their house? Probably not. Either going to take them in or help them out or write them a check or get them a job that you can't afford to get them or something like that. Now they're going to start working in your little business. You can't afford to pay them, but you're going to pay them anyway because you love them. And that's what communities and families do. So now you're paying. Why? Because mandates. So you might say, wait a minute, Larry. If the government's doing this, clearly it's because the government understands us and is trying to support us. I know some of you just laughed out loud. I know. But people are going to say that. The government's just doing what it can be, what it can do to keep us safe. Because it cares about us. Because we voted for them. And they love us. Yeah, we're laughing through that one already. I know. But I went around and I asked people what they were worried about. It wasn't mandates. But if you look at any press conference from the mayor of New York City, the governor of New York State, local people running around who are, who are our leaders, I am doing air quotes, yes I am, they all say, the answer's vaccines. That's the answer. Got to worry about that. That'll solve everything. 
got magic powers. I love magic powers. Haven't seen it yet, except on TV and the movies. Maybe we need to live in the movies. Because in reality, there's no magic powers. Doesn't work. It's not magic. Not helping everything. I still remember two weeks to flatten the curve. Remember that? Almost two years ago now. I remember that. Now it's just get your booster and then it'll be okay. Then we get to go back to normal. See that? Then we will. You know what New Yorkers actually want? And I would argue those across the entire nation. I know what New Yorkers want. I talk to them. I'm assuming what other Americans want based upon New Yorkers. Now, I could be wrong on the other part, but I know my New Yorkers. What they want is to go back to normal and be left alone. That's what they want. I'm not making that up. If you're listening to me, you're thinking, yeah, Larry, that's right. Yeah. I want to go back to normal and be left alone so I can support myself and my family and my friends and do cool things that I like, whatever those things are, and not have to be punished on almost a daily basis. They would like that. I agree. But we can't get that. What we get is punishment because mandates. Because that'll work. And you might say, Larry, wait a minute. They got to see this. Like they see this, right? They're not dumb, right? They got to see this. You're right. They do see it. And they're not dumb. People will say they're dumb. But don't you ever say they're dumb. Never, never underestimate your enemy. You will pay the price if you underestimate them. I don't. You hear me all the time. I give people credit where credit is due. I don't underestimate my enemy. And sometimes I even respect the game of my enemy. Because then I know the game I got to play. I got to up my game. Because my enemy is up their game. So don't you ever just go, they're dumb. They're not. They see it. Of course they do. Of course they do. But once you double down on violence, how do you come back? How do you all of a sudden say, oh yeah, all those jobs that I destroyed, all those kids that I ruined, yeah, um, you know, I was wrong. Whoops. Just kidding. That doesn't work. Once you've used force to devastate an economy, to crush businesses, to destroy careers, to ruin children, once you've done that, you kind of got to double down. You can't come back from that. Oh my God, you're gonna say I'm wrong now. They've dug themselves a hole. Now they will double down and we will pay the price. And sadly, most people are okay with it. I'm not. Are you? Tell me. Eight, I'm sorry, 585. Three, four, six, 3,000. Give me a call, tell me. Or text. Doesn't matter. I'm sorry, not text. Um, go to the uh, the chat. Chat with me on Facebook or YouTube. All good. Larry Sharp, a free solution. WYSL. Back after the break. 
Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. It is Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. Usually host of the Sharp Way. You can check out all my cool things just by Googling the Sharp Way. Check out my cool show. It's on almost every night. Well, not as much now. But as much as I possibly can put it on. It's awesome. But also something else. This show, it's on every day at noon. It is. I'm on. The cool Kevin Wilson on is on. The super cool Tim O'Connor is on. I mean, we're rocking with Tim O'Connor's on Thursday and, and steps in for me when I'm running around. So he's awesome. You can figure that out by following us on Facebook and YouTube, A Free Solution. But today I'm right here with you. Reach out to me, 585-346-3000 here on WYSL in Rochester, New York, and WACK in Newark, New York. For the break, I was talking about mandates and how they're working and how the government is pushing us. And I remember another story I heard. There's a gentleman who said, Larry, I'm getting scared of all these government mandates. That one day there's going to be guys in a white van and they're going to drive in front of my house, come out, say, I'm sick or bad or whatever. And they're going to sweep me away. That's what I'm scared of. I said, I'm not scared of that. He said, what do you mean? Why would you be scared of that? I said, I'm not scared of those guys. There's far more of us than them. That's not the problem. I'm scared of your neighbor who called them. That's who I'm scared of. Is the neighbor who called those people to come get you. And then the other neighbor on the other side who won't do anything when they grab you. That's who I'm scared of. If that neighbor doesn't call, they don't come. If that other neighbor gets out, hopefully a Second Amendment supporter, comes out, they can't take you. It's the neighbors I'm worried about. I'm not mad. It's going to sound crazy, but hear me out. I'm not mad at the government for overreaching. That's what governments do. That's like me being mad at a dog for barking. Dogs bark. Why am I mad at the dog barking? You don't like a dog barking? Don't buy a dog, right? That's, they bark. I'm mad at us for putting up with it. I'm mad at us for accepting it, for clapping. Thank you for crushing us. I'm mad at us for doing nothing. And I'm exaggerating when I say us for doing nothing. That's an exaggeration. There are people who are fighting a good fight. There are people who are saying things. There are people who are resisting. They, there are. 
just not enough. I'm hoping eventually people go, wait, this, what? Now I've lost my job too? Yeah. It's easy to ignore when you're doing fine. It just is. I don't mean to be mean or cruel about this. I'm being human about it. Very easy when you're doing fine. But all of a sudden now, it's someone you love. It's your niece. It's your uncle. It's your brother or sister. Your mom or dad. And now they're in trouble. Now you go, wait a minute. This Larry Sharp guy was right the whole time. Yeah, he was. And still is. That's correct. So maybe now you figure it out. Okay. I'm not mad at you. I need you on my team. So if you just figure it out, welcome aboard. All is forgiven. <laughs> I need you. All's forgiven. Life is good. Let's get on the bandwagon and let's start fighting together. That's where I am. Let me grab some of the chat. You guys are throwing a lot of stuff in the chat. I want to be uh, I want to be good to you guys. John says, hello, Larry. I love what you do. Thank you. I appreciate it also. Yes. All right. Um, Shelly mentions a huge flight show of commercial airlines in Dubai protesting the mandates last weekend. I think you are finding people across the globe saying, what are we doing? Right. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Norway. Maybe it was Norway who just said, and Singapore, that just said, we're done. We're no more mandates, whatever. We got to live with this. Hmm. Who was saying we have to live with this and figure out how to survive in this contaminated environment? I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago. Oh, right. Me. I was the one saying this, that we have to find a way to survive when this happens. Because here is the long-term worry that people aren't getting. I'm hearing almost no one speak of this. And I'm going to speak of it. If you're our enemy, whoever, Iran or China or insert enemy here, Russia, whoever is the person who hates us this week or this month, whatever, whoever you are, you're saying to yourself, how do I get America? Hmm. Maybe I should build nuclear weapons. No. Way expensive dangerous. I'm not doing that. Maybe I should build a massive army and navy and fight them. Nope, not going to happen. Way too expensive, way too hard to deal with, and America will beat you in a conventional war anyway, so why bother? Hmm. What about a biological agent? Ding, 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 ding. I'll just do that, and America will destroy itself. I don't have to fire a bomb. I don't have to shoot a gun. I don't have to make really weapons. I don't even think missiles, nothing. I'll just make some biological thing and America will destroy itself. Well done, easy day. That's my worry. Biological weapons are cheap. Yep, far less dangerous than nuclear weapons and all that kind of, far less dangerous. We'll just throw those out there. Think about this. We devastated our economy, devastated our debt, divided our nation, we're at each other's throats. We're protesting in the streets. All these things over a virus. That's it. Over a virus. Not over 9-11. Not over attacks in the, you know, in, in Oklahoma City. No. A virus. Destroying ourselves. And we're not stopping. It's been almost two years. And we're still stabbing ourselves in, in the neck. The other countries aren't. 
They're not stabbing us. They're not attacking us. They're sitting back going, good luck, America. Wow, you screwed this up. Good luck, I guess. That's what they're doing. No one's even bringing this up. Joey says, our government is killing this country. Yes. Yes, Joey. Yes. 100%. Yes. Um, Jason says, also the government contracted businesses who have to remove such a number of employees that their production of products and services are affected. Ooh, Jason, see? Thank you for bringing this up. People are complaining left and right about inflation. And Jason, you are on the money with this one. Thank you for bringing this up. While inflation is being caused by throwing a bazillion dollars into the economy, and yes, that's a number I just made up, but it's real because I say so. So the bazillion dollars into the economy, yes, but right now inflation, that's not the biggest reason. It's a reason. The biggest reason is what Jason's talking about. People aren't working. So products aren't being made and services aren't being delivered, which means now there's less products, less services. Oh, inflation. I know, crazy. If you make more money and or less products and services, you get inflation. I, that's regular math. That's not even common core. That's like regular math. That's regular. That's like, that's not even econ 101. That's econ 100. That's high school stuff. We haven't figured this out. All right. So now Jason's saying that. He's right. So Larry Sharp, super smart guy. How are you going to fix this inflation thing? By putting out more labor and putting out more products. Now, I can't do that at a federal level being at a state level. At the state level, what could you do? Change licensing to credentialing, allowing people to work more, get rid of the black market, allowing people to work openly without having to use violence, which should get rid of our violence. Freedom, I know, nuts, is the answer. Less government control will allow us to work and to create products and services more, to work for each other more, to open up businesses more. A lot of people who are quitting in their great resignation just want to work from home. A lot of people who work from home right now are employers, employees. Make them contractors. The mandates don't work. Make them contractors. Stop forcing people to be employees. They can still work and charge whatever they want. Minimum wage, not critical when you're a contractor. You can charge what you want. Fix the minimum wage, more work, more products, and guess what else for the government? It's free. We don't call us a free solution for nothing. I just gave you one. That doesn't end inflation, but it does make it easier. Larry Sharp, a free solution. WISL, Rochester, New York, 585-346-3000. Back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there 
hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Yes, I am back. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. Usually host of the Sharpway Show. You can check me out on LarrySharp.com too. Watch me run across New York State. See where I'm going. LarrySharp.com slash events. Come see me personally. I'll probably say something, I don't know, funny or interesting. Probably not both. But one of the two, come see me, maybe even shake my hand, and I won't even, you know, force you to get vaccinated. Totally fine. No worries. But here, WISL, Rochester, New York, WACK, Newark, New York, 585-346-3000. I want to grab a call if I could. I'm going to be chatting with Hunter out of California. How are you, sir? Hey, Larry. This is a little bit off topic, but did you know that the domestic ferret is banned in New York City, all five boroughs? Domestic ferret, you said? Yes. Yes, I'm aware of that. Yes, because my daughter wanted one. I, I do know, yes. yes. Is there anything that you could do as New York governor to help that? Um, that's a tough question, right? To be forward with you, for me to step in into a city and decide what animals should be kept or not kept feels weird to me. I'd have to do some details on keeping ferrets to be forward with you. And hopefully my team is watching this right now and listening. And I would actually have them decide. We do have, if you want to go to LarrySharp.com slash policy, we actually had an animal rights policy down, but it was heavily based upon things like um, animal shelters and horses being kept in New York City. So you know what I'll do? I'll talk to the Mm -hmm. team about ferrets. I actually don't know what the right answer is to that one. You've stumped me, Hunter. Um, But it does feel awkward for me to step in there. But maybe there should be some base universal rule. Maybe. So I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer for you. The big problem is that this is also a problem in California that the ferret ban does not actually work. People just go across the border to a pet store, which are usually supplied by ferret mills. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and these ferrets are um, are neutered or spayed at a very young age and removed from their mothers at too young age, so there's a lot of health issues associated with this. So, wait a minute. Are you telling me prohibition doesn't work? What? Yep. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. I'm and teasing. But, no, that, you know, that, point actually, that point actually hits home with me. If all the neighboring states or neighboring areas don't ban the ferret, then what value does it have? In fact, you've just you've just increased and encouraged the black market, which means people aren't gonna care about ferrets. And not that yeah. we should specifically care about ferrets, we should care about all animals to include ferrets, right? So we should yep. be we should not be being cruel to any animals. If we have to eat animals or you know deal with them in any way like that, we should be as humane as we possibly can for yep. all animals. So I, I'm agreeing with you on this completely. 
but to make it even worse is that you can go to the pet stores and buy a ferret food, but this ferret food is usually very unhealthy for ferrets. And so now ferret, so the black market actually, doesn't let you buy the ferret, but it allows you to buy the well, ferret food, which not yeah. one cares about because you're not supposed to be having ferrets. Wow. Yeah. And this is bad, bad, and bad. They know what they're doing. Won't sell to you because they don't want their ferrets to be confiscated. Oh, got it. Okay, well, there we go. This is, yeah. You're basically telling me that, that prohibition doesn't work, which I kind of agree on already. But, yeah. yeah, I get it. Hunter, I want to say thank you for bringing this to my attention. Here's what I promise you. This will this will mm -hmm. go to my policy team, and we will look at it, and we will have a policy for it. Cool, thanks. I look forward to it. Of course. Thank you, my friend. Okay, nice talking to you. All righty, bye-bye. So, some of you may say, Larry, why did you take a phone call from some guy in California about ferrets? Because if I'm going to talk the talk, I have to walk the walk. I do all of my events, whether here, in person, online, doesn't matter, live, with no notes. You get me, whoever I am, and I take any question. Because I should be able to take any question. If I ever want to be a representative of the people, if I want to be that, that I have to hear what the people have to say so I can represent them effectively. And some people care about ferrets. And that matters because you care about ferrets. And I will hear that and I will have an answer for the ferret problem that may be in New York City or even across the country. So that goes for anything. So that's why I would take that call. Some of you are like, why do you do that? That's the reason why. If I'm gonna talk the talk, I gotta walk the walk. Otherwise, you're not gonna believe me. You're not gonna trust me. You're gonna think I'm just some other guy yapping in, into the wind, which I do yap into the wind, but I'm not just some other guy. So yes. All right, let me grab some more if I could. Uh, Amanda says, it boils down to people being principled. Most people don't understand sticking to principles. This is a valid point also, Amanda. Thank you for this. The part about being principled, people often say, Larry, you know, you libertarians, you don't like the law. That's not true, but they'll say that. And they'll say, so you want this to be a nation of people, you know, men and leaders and not nations of laws. And what I always respond is, neither of those two is impressive and that isn't the only answer. Nations of men, as, as it has been, sometimes women, but the, the saying is nation of men are laws, but sometimes women also, obviously, or nations of laws are not that impressive. You'll hear me say it often. Imperial Japan that bombed us in Pearl Harbor was a nation of laws. Not impressed, right? Not great. Lots of nations have been nations of, of men or women. Men, women, people, they die. People die. Laws change. Principles don't. I don't care about being a nation of laws or men or women. I care about being a nation of principles. Amanda, you are correct. And most people don't get that. They go, well, it's got to be the law and legal and legal and legal. And legal matters. I'm not against laws. But most of the people that we respect in this country, they were outlaws. Yeah. George Washington, outlaw. Gandhi, outlaw. MLK, outlaw. Robin Hood, outlaw. They all, we love them. They're our heroes and they're our outlaws. Every one of our founders, outlaw, all of them. 
So just because something's legal doesn't make it right. Often it is, often laws do link with things being correct. They often do, but not by default, right? Not by default. So anyway, thank you for that, Amanda. I appreciate that. I, I do, speaking of that, wanna walk down one more road if I could. I've been talking for months saying that our economy's completely broken and that this isn't helping at all what we're doing. That maybe we should consider something crazy like creating a coin or a currency in New York City, New York State to fix things. People say, Larry, it's nuts, you can't do that. There were literally three cities talking about exactly that. Miami and New York City and one more, I've forgotten the other. So New York City now, the new incoming mayor in January is like, maybe we should have a New York City coin. Yeah, yeah. Larry Sharp's not so crazy, is he? Oh, he is, but he's still right. I mean, I am crazy, but I'm also right. You can be both, and <laughs> clearly I am both. Now we're talking about that for New York City and Miami. We're talking about making those changes, trying to find an answer to repair our economy and something else to make New York City, as the soon-to-be uh, new mayor, Mayor Eric Adams is talking about, more cryptocurrency friendly. Huh. Who had an idea for that back in 2018? That would be, oh, right, me. That would be the person. Yes. The policy that is still on my LarrySharp.com page, trying to get rid of the bit license and making the state more friendly to cryptocurrency. And you might say to yourself, Larry, I don't care about cryptocurrency. I'm not gonna be blockchain mining or whatever the cool kids do. I'm not doing that. You don't have to. I don't mind if you do it or not. I don't care if you ever spend a cryptocurrency or a Bitcoin in your life. Doesn't matter to me. Some people want to, and they're building businesses everywhere, and we're not getting them. And you might not care, but your kids probably do. And when they want to do cool crypto stuff, they're going to pack up and leave you. And they're going to go to Wyoming. I'm not joking. It's Wyoming. That's the current state that's exploding when it comes to cryptocurrency. They're going to Wyoming or Texas or someplace else they're going to go to. They're not going to stay here. I would like your kids to stay here. I would like my kids to stay here with me. I don't want them to pack up and go to someplace because they can't find opportunity here. So you don't have to spend one Bitcoin. I don't care. By the way, if you want to give me Bitcoin, you can. Click LarryShow.com slash donate and you can see where you can donate Bitcoin if you want. Just saying. But you don't have to ever spend Bitcoin. Ever. But let others. Let others do mining. Let them. Give the opportunity to be here. We're seeing that right now. Finally. New York City, Miami, and I forgot the city, I'm sure someone will let me know, is actually thinking about doing this. I've been thinking about doing it for a long time. Let me grab a couple more comments if I can. Shelly says, government's growing the black market, especially in employment. Yes, I can't tell you. Our government policies help out two parts of the economy insanely well. One, very big business, corporate interests, very good at that. Two, black market. Now, why would they do that? You might say, Larry, that sounds mean. Are these government people mean? No, they're not mean. They're just smart. They know what works. Big business gives them all the money, writes all the laws, 
puts all the money in the packs, and keeps them in business. Makes sense. And the black market allows them to make larger police forces and inspectors. And now they can make money and incarcerate people and make money on that. It's a money grab. Black market, big corporate business, that's where the money is. It's not meanness. It's just the system. And so they put money into it. I know, horrible. Am I wrong? Tell me. 585-346-3000. Or you can tell me I'm right. Both are okay. Larry Sharp, WYSL, our free solution. Back after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Goodbye, Claret Face. That was perfectly timed. Excellent. Yes. Thank you. That's awesome. Larry Sharp here on a free solution. Uh, WYSL, Rochester, New York. WACK, Newark, New York. I am very happy that you guys are giving me a chunk of your afternoon. I'm here trying to make life a little bit better for all of us. I'm not sure if I'm doing it, but man, I sure I'm trying. So I got to grab a couple comments if I could. Tim is busting my chops and he says, hold up, Larry Sharp. We kind of hate a lot of laws. Yeah, that's true. We do hate a lot of laws as libertarians, but we don't hate law, right? That's how I was trying to make a distinction. The vast majority, like 99.9 repeating, are going to be okay with the law against murder, right? We just like laws that have a victim, right? We're fine with those, right? You steal something, you, you, you're, you, you know, you're fraud, um, you hurt somebody, you hit somebody, you break into their car, whatever. These are fine laws. We should have lots like that. These are the types of laws that almost everybody's for. I mean, the rare person who's against that, that that, that, that person doesn't even vote. But the normal average American goes, yeah, that's a great law. You shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't hurt people. You shouldn't steal and lie and defraud people. No problem with those laws. The laws we often have problems with are things like, I have a substance in my pocket. Now you are a violent felon. I have a weird plastic accessory on my firearm. Now I am a felon. Those types of laws we do hate. That's true. But if there's a victim, if you're hurting somebody, go to jail. Leave people alone. What are you doing? So I hope that was clear in what I was saying. Maybe I wasn't clear enough. Or maybe Tim just busted my chops. Who knows? But in any case, yes, we do hate lots of laws. But not all of the laws. <laughs> yes, not all of them. 
Shelly says, where will you be next? For those of you who want to see me, LarrySharp.com slash events, and you will see where I'm going. I'm going to be in the Bronx tomorrow night, Suffolk County on Thursday night, so I'm doing a downstate tour, and I will also be uh, in Western New York in November 20th, so I'm all over the state. So um, I, I have a call now. Is Tim calling in to bust my chops? Tim, how you doing? I'm doing great, Larry. Larry, I want to um, I want to be on your policy team. I, I think, first of all, number one, I love the way that you respect everybody. But I got I hope everyone forgives me. But I got a couple jokes to make. Number one, go ahead. Free ferret for everyone could be your campaign slogan if I was on your policy team. And okay, I mean it worked for Burma Supreme ponies and good teeth, right? It's true. And, and we, well, I got to tell you what I liked about what happened when he said that. Someone went to him. I think it was was it Ted Cruz or someone like that who gave who gave him some trouble. And he said, "How are you going to pay for the ponies if you're going to get po- Who pays for the ponies?" And Reverend Supreme's answer was literally this: "They're free." That's it. He just kept <laughs> saying they were free. I love that idea. So how are we going to pay for the ferrets, Tim? Ah, no. They're free. They're, they're free, Larry. They're free. It's free. <laughs> and, and that's a free solution. And we, we do have to end black market, black market ferreting. This is less of a joke. But, like, when we have black markets, things don't go the way they're supposed to. Let's, let's be honest. So I yeah. absolutely support that guy. And I just wanted to give you a shout-out, bud. I, you're doing great, and I love watching you on Tuesdays. So, anyway, thank you. Awesome, Tim. And for those of you who don't know this, Tim is on Thursdays. So you can listen to him directly, and maybe I'll call on Thursday and bust his job sister saying give him a little bit back. So yes, oh we're God, all be good. Would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, have a good one. Alrighty. So yeah, this is this is a valid point. You will often hear me say, I don't want black markets. But you might say, Larry, you don't want the market to be completely free because people will be hurt or people have problems. I think it's a valid concern. So we should have laws that say you can't lie, you can't cheat, you can't steal, you can't lie to your customer, you can't defraud your customer. These are all fine laws in any market, right? If you're gonna buy something, you should have informed consent on whatever that thing is. If someone's lying to you or purposefully, you know, trying to make you feel like it's something that it isn't, these are crimes and I'm okay with that. I don't mind that at all. The idea of regulation, what it's supposed to be, it's not. But what it's supposed to be is to make regular. And that may, you may say, what, what does that mean? There's no, there's no problem in my view. And most libertarians would agree with me completely. Most Americans would. If we were to pass a law saying that if you're going to sell a liquid, we must label it in ounces, as an example. That doesn't infringe upon your ability to buy a liquid. It doesn't stop you from buying a liquid, whatever that liquid might be. But it's just saying, I need you to put it in ounces so that every consumer who understands ounces understands what it is and what an ounce is, and they know how much they're purchasing. That's a fine regulation. I'm not stopping the market from going back and forth. I'm not stopping people from purchasing what they want to purchase. I'm just saying, if you're going to sell it in this jurisdiction, it needs to be labeled a certain way. 
so that, the, so that the consumers understand it. That's not a problem. That's a good thing. That's a positive thing. We understand what a dollar is. Fine. Right? What do certain words mean in contracts? A, con a language, contract language, if written this way, means this, means that. Easy. No worries. These are good regulations. So you know what's in your contract. You understand your contracts you make. That type of regulation is fine. The problem is we are far, far from that. We have moved so far. We decide what you buy, how you buy, when you buy it, what time you buy it, if you can buy it, all these things. That is what creates a black market. When Speaking of a policy team, my policy team got together and we were talking about how we can regulate things. And do we want to tax things? What can we tax? What shouldn't we tax? I'm always like, don't tax any of it. But the reality of it is, in certain cases, things simply can't get passed unless there's some tax in them. So we figured it out. 3%. Once you go past 3%, you are encouraging a black market. 4%, 5%, 10%, 18% ensures a black market. 3% or lower, the average New Yorker actually says, I'll go in the store. I won't go to the black market. So imagine we had just a 3% tax and that was it. Nothing else. Black market almost goes away overnight. That'd be great. Imagine that. That'd be a solution. A free solution. That's what the show's about, guys. Thank you so much for giving me a chunk of your afternoon. I will see you all very soon. Larry Sharp, a free solution, WYSL. Have a great week.